Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional grade industrial supplies. Count on real time product availability and fast delivery. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. It's brand new season two. I'm Marissa Thalberg. And I'm Stephen Wolf Bededa. And we're excited to be back having bigger, bolder, and always real conversations. Straight from the C suite front lines of marketing, media, and more. We have great friends joining from people you may know, like Wilmer Valderrama and Bobby Burke. And people you'll want to know. So grab a coffee or, hey, even an Aperol Spritz and come join us on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Listen to brand new on the iHeart Radio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Oh, hi, I'm Rachel Zoe, and my podcast, Climbing in Heels, is back and better than ever. You might know me from the Rachel Zoe Project, or perhaps from my work as a celebrity stylist. And guess what? I'm still just as obsessed with all things fashion, beauty, and business. Climbing in Heels is all about celebrating the stories of extraordinary women, and this season is here to bring you a weekly dose of glamour, inspiration, and fun. Listen to Climbing in Heels every Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin, And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's what I always say. You always follow yeah, the money. Yeah. This is Follow the Money with Mitch Moss and Polly Howard on VSIN. All right, get up, you beast. Express bet editor in chief Jeremy Plonk. We're going to Keeneland. In race five, he likes the two at three to one. And in race six, he likes the 11. You like apples? How about them apples? Eight to one. You can bet these races and more using first bet. The preferred horse betting app of VEASAN. Sign up today for the First Bet app. Use the promo code VEGAS22 and bet at least $25 on the Derby. And you'll receive $25 in free bets to use on the Preakness and $25 for the Belmont. VEASAN.com slash horses for details. VEASAN.com slash horses. All right, here we go. Let's begin this hour. Thursdays with the maestro. Mike Palm joins us, VP of Circus Sports, the D in Golden Gate in downtown Las Vegas, and also the host of Odds On Weekdays. At 2 Eastern, 11 a.m. Pacific time, Maestro, greetings and salutations. Good morning, Mitch. Good morning, Paul. Happy draft day. Good morning, Derry, New Hampshire, our loyal Nesson family watching. Quincy, Illinois, Peekaboo, Marquee, we see you. Kamloops, British Columbia. Good morning, Canada, Roger Sportsnet. Bradford Woods, Pennsylvania, AT&T, everyone in the Pittsburgh area. And San Clemente, California, Sunrise over Spectrum. Draft day. Here we go. Right? Here we go. You guys have been terrific all week. Well, thank you. Um, set the scene, because it is just a, a ginormous event out here in Las Vegas. So tell the people what this city has been like this week, what it's going to be like tonight and this weekend for the people that are going to be watching on TV. And can you compare it to like other big events, or is this something that's completely on its own? Well, this is, it's, you know, we really started seeing people coming into town Tuesday, and, you, and you've been very good as a PSA of letting everybody know if you're coming to town. Yeah. Five o'clock yesterday, that's you it. had to get your bets in, right? Now, 
In other places, there's live betting. In Colorado, they pull it down 30 minutes before. Mm. I know in some states, DraftKings, our parent company, will have right up to the pick. You can you can make the wagers. Um, but yesterday, it ended at 5. A lot of people in town last night, dinners, parties. But really, tonight's the draft. And then how about, how about after the draft tonight? We have several parties at our legacy club here uh, of players oh. that we expect to be drafted in the first round. And then Stadium Swim is going to be incredible. Oh, man. First of all, we're doing an event. A lot of it, a lot. It, it, Tonight? I tell you, no, no, Friday. Okay. Stuff so flexible and, you know, and fluid with these guys. They're here one day, they're not. They're agents, this and that. Who's coming, who's not. But the guys expected to be drafted on Friday in the second and third round. I think we'll have close to a dozen of them at Stadium Swim. Stormy's going to be up there from VEASAN Broadcasting. As they get picked, she'll be interviewing them. So it's sort of our own red carpet here at Stadium Swim. And then... Party's already booked for Saturday and Sunday at Stadium Swim and these guys getting drafted and their families and all that. I was going to say, here in town, for the people that are going to want to hang out and be up all night long, I think Friday, Saturday is going to be bonkers. Absolutely. Because that's after everybody gets to find out where they're drafted. You know, the draft is such a... Everybody talks about the miracle stories these kids getting drafted. We shot the commercial last Thursday and Friday for for our Circus Sports football contest. And Sean King did one of, one of the scenes, and I was asking him, I said, where did you think you were going to be drafted? He said, I was convinced I was going 23rd to the 49ers. He said, I'm just lucky that my hometown team drafted me because I was so depressed. He said, what people don't tell you is draft day is the worst day of the lives of a lot of guys who don't meet their expectations. Yeah. And you know? waiting. If a teams lie to you, you have to wait. Who knows about all this? Mis- Here's the yeah. other thing. I've never really got involved in betting the draft. I know pro bettors that this is what they do. Like this is mm-hmm. their Christmas week because this, there's so many opportunities and arbitrage situations with different oh. books. But the amount of information that we've gotten, specifically, I mean, Derek, because of dealing with these kids and their agents about where they might be drafted. and Do they want to be around uh, on Friday because they think they're going in the second and third round, not the first round, oh. even though they're over under numbers in the first round. And other guys say, I, I already signed with this team. I've already got a deal. Who knows if it's true? I, I, I did not want to partake in any of it because I have no idea now. I might look silly that I wasted a few opportunities that had information. But, oh. it's, but this draft is an exception, isn't it? Because of the weak quarterback class. Yes, for we, sure. We, yeah. You can bet super factors of the first four picks that are minus 1,000 the last few years. You knew everybody was yeah. going. The draft right. starts at pick six. The draft... Here, we're, it looks like now we know one, which we didn't think it was, but the draft probably starts at number two. Who I think so. Right? And, and then yeah. where do the dominoes fall from there? It's mm-hmm. wide open. Excellent so, point. Yeah. And no one really wants to, uh, only a couple teams want to move up. So that's uh, that's another thing. Yeah. Just because we just saw how people would lose their minds every year with the quarterbacks. Yeah. You you can reject this like Dikemi Mutombo when I'm coming into the lane. I get that with the finger. The finger. Yeah, yeah, sure. <laughs> Did you base any of the props that you put up yeah. on the intel that you guys of were getting? Of course. Well, what well, you have to, right? I mean, I would say so, right? We we booked thirty-two guys that we thought might go in the first round. I know there's an exception there. People said why we didn't book a certain person. We didn't think he's going in the first round, so why put him up there? What was so that? Where are you going to put I'm him? Blanking on that. Um, oh, you don't want to say? Okay. I, I, well, okay. Um, you also opened up Kenny Pickett eighteen and a half when every book in the world mm-hmm. had him like at ten and a half. Mm-hmm. So you knew that you were going to get players. Like pros to arb that, right? Sure. So eighteen and a half. That also has to be a little bit opinion based, though. Like we're going to put it eighteen and a half. We know we're going to get nothing yeah. but under money because we want under money, right? But you think that he's still going to go like nineteen or beyond? Yeah, there's an opinion there. I, I, I'll tell you what the action's been like here. Good. And, and and some players have moved wildly. You know, it, it takes a bit to move them off a number. We'd rather move the juice, right? 
Our biggest decision, and it was really one way, and it's a guy we never moved his number on, is this defensive tackle from Georgia, Jordan Davis. We've kept him at 14 and a half and just kept moving the juice, but um, we, we'd get killed to the over. and make. I mean, this decision is three times any other decision. And maybe it's because we didn't move the number. But we, we, need, we need him to go 14th or earlier because all the money oh, has been 15th or later. Over. You're kidding. Over. No. Wow. No. I don't is agree that with right? that yes. at all. Yes. Okay. Carson Strong from UNR, the quarterback, mm-hmm. we opened him 90 and a half, closed him 126 and a half. So obviously all the money there is to the over. We need. Oh, by the way, I've I've yeah. seen people recently have him like slotted around ninety. Oof. Well, okay, that'd be great for us. Yeah, I would say right? so because wow. that's yeah. the that's that's our first number that we took bets at. Drake London, the receiver from uh, USC, went back and this is the bet maybe the, the highest volume we did on any uh, any player. I'd have to look into, but ten and a half, eleven and a half, ten and a half, eleven and a half. We we needed over. Um, <clears throat> we needed under. We lose to the over, but good two-way action back and forth. A lot of volume on him. Jermaine Johnson, the defensive end from uh, Florida State, opened 11.5, closed 9.5. So that's the opposite for us. We need over there. Right. We took under money. And then George Perkins, the wide receiver from Georgia, went was as low as 34.5, as high as 41.5, and, and closed 39.5. We, uh, we need the under there. So well. I saw that because I have mm-hmm. him under 39.5 at plus money, and then I saw 34.5. Mm-hmm. I'm like, ooh, mm-hmm. wait a second here. And then it, it bolted right up to like wherever it went as high as you said, I believe. Okay. So any regrets about not opening until Monday or is everybody no. comfortable with having it on the board for what was it, 48 or 50 hours or so? Yeah, it was uh, 54 hours. I think we had it on the 53 hours, they call it. Um, yeah, everybody was comfortable with that. I, I think people got to come in and bet $1,000, you know, and we moved the number. They can bet 1000 again after we moved the number yeah. and... I know we had a few complaints in Colorado because we took it down at the same time to be consistent where Colorado allows you to keep it up there, but we just wanted to be the same. And then in Iowa, we couldn't book it because that's not part of something uh, you can do individuals in Iowa yet. So, By the way, any public money or is it just nothing but pros? No, there's public money. Are you seeing some public money? some public okay. money, yeah. But you know who the pros are and they're making the max bets and sure. moving the numbers. What would you uh, do tonight if you were the league for the, to open the season? You think Bill's Rams? The heck of a game. The Bills are the favorite now. Yeah. You get your defending Super Bowl champs, and you get the team yeah. that's favored to win the Super Bowl. That's a heck of a matchup. That's great. Great. How about uh, the Week 16 schedule? Oh, this is good. How good is this now? And explain how what you— Merry Christmas to the proxies. Yeah, right? yeah right. <laughs> Well, I didn't, we didn't think there'd be three games on Christmas. We probably thought there'd be two, and would there be a uh-huh. Thursday night? And, and how do you tie in that three game? But if there's three games, it's that perfect three-game separate week that Derek likes to do, so— I don't think, you know, they say the schedule's going to be released, what, Thursday, May 12th? We're hoping to open up for... Christmas will be released the 9th. Yeah. About the, who they are. And yes. The, yes. Yeah, right. The, uh, Thursday, the 12th, the full schedule. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then we want to be open to take signups on Saturday the 14th. Really? That, that's the game plan. Yeah. Wow. That's Excellent. the game plan. Okay. That fast, huh? Well, you're gonna be mean, able to we've pretty much rules? written the rules. Oh, we, the just, rule? we just want to... Con- There's one point of debate still, and we were talking about it again last night. I was by text because I was at the Palms for the opening, but um, do we do the million-dollar guarantee again uh, in, in Survivor? Because, I mean, five people got there with 4,000. What if we get 6,000 entries? More likely. First year, we had 35. And then this thing about... You know, who who you pick in the last week of the year, the defending Super Bowl champs. Well, I mean, what if it's Houston uh, Houston at Cincinnati? Right. I, I mean, this is like a free square maybe. Mm-hmm. Who, who knows? But uh, I, I think we're 
we're 98 percent there with what the rules are now. already they, they, they wow okay of course everybody's question is what's the guarantee not how much is the guarantee what's the guarantee come on there. tell us can you <laughs> tell us there. right now i can't i can't tell you so is it going to be 20 weeks that. again then because of christmas yeah right that no, would make yeah. sense right there so yeah can we add a week to make it harder if we we're going to do them i don't think so really how can you i don't know how do you split out three other games it took you two days to film the damn thing oh brutal Jeez. you know i have like one like i have let's say like eight words in the whole thing <laughs> two two days of filming i saw a rough cut you know there's two different versions there's a tease and then a payoff a tease and then, then there's one where he actually reveals kind of involved your scene what the, the guarantee is i saw the rough cut of the tease it's pretty good especially stormy scene where she's, okay she's on the zip line zip coming line. down and don't give too much away here. oh Oh, geez, so you're going to get in trouble. You're going to get tased so here pretty soon. Here. What you're talking about, by the way, is you, last week, a bunch of us shot, you and Derek were in it for two full days. Mm -hmm. You shot a commercial that's going to run on national TV mm -hmm. um, promoting the contest. Promoting Survivor in the circuit yeah. again. Yeah. Yeah. And we have to when you keep up in the guarantees. And that commercial is going to, yeah, right? Huh? Uh, whoa, whoa, whoa. Oh, tase oh, him again. Hey. Easy there, big fella. Not steal from Lombardi. Uh, we will continue <laughs> with Mike Palm coming up next. Uh, I'll look at maybe some. First round playoff matchups in the NHL and prices that he'd be looking to buy in it on. And a very popular hotel, once upon a time in Las Vegas, reopened again. Mike's thoughts on that coming up next. Hey, Drew Scott here, and I'm Jonathan Scott, reminding you that life's better with a home policy from American Family Insurance. They can help you get just the right protection at just the right price and help you save when you bundle home and auto. Kind of like Goldilocks and the Three Bears. It'll be just right for you. We love a custom build. American Family Insurance. Insure carefully. Dream fearlessly. Get a quote and find an agent at AmFam.com. Products not available in every state. Visit AmFam.com to learn how discounts may apply to you. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, S.I. and its operating company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin. Oh, hi. I'm Rachel Zoe, and I'm back for another season of my podcast, Climbing in Heels. You might know me from the Rachel Zoe Project or perhaps from my work as a celebrity stylist. And guess what? I'm still just as fully obsessed with all things fashion, beauty, and business. My podcast, Climbing in Heels, is all about celebrating the stories of extraordinary women, and this season, we're taking things up a notch. I'll be talking to some incredible women across so many industries, from models and beauty industry stars to doctors, entrepreneurs, and TV personalities. Climbing in Heels is here to bring you a weekly dose of glamour, inspiration, and fun. Every week, listeners will be able to ask me any questions. I'm answering it all. My life is absolutely crazy with so much going on, and I'm so beyond excited to bring you along for the ride. Whether we're talking red carpet looks, current trends, or products I'm obsessed with, I'm here to be your fashion fairy godmother. Listen to Climbing in Heels every Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, 
the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to, to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Sports Betting Network. All about transparency at winnersandwiners.com. Dave Hess gave out a free pick yesterday. It lost. They're sorry. They want to make it up to you. He's on a 5-1 and one run. He's got the under 8 in the Houston-Texas game today. If you want more selections with the premium picks, text VEASAN to 320-350-3500. Text VEASAN 320-350-3500. Everyone happy? Okay, there you go. All right. A trip pretty down, strong. 68% lifetime. Pretty sure. Absolutely. Quick trip down memory lane for those that may not know. The Palms <laughs> back in the day was like the hottest casino when the oh, Maloops yes. owned it. It was, I, 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 no joke, I lived 100, 100 yards from there. I'd go there five, six times a week. I'd jump the fence of my complex and walk right over to the Palms. The first place I had was less than 100 yards. We might, maybe, I could walk to the Palms. We may have lived in the same area. Yeah, right yeah, on Arville. Yeah. They you, did it. They did it. The Maloops did it. And they, you know, they were born on third mm-hmm. base. Thought they hit a triple. But they took the cool, young, hip crowd oh, from the Hard Rock. Yes. And then they got the MTV Real World and Britney Spears and all that stuff. Turned into a monster. Certainly helped that the Sacramento Kings were good uh-huh. at the time. And that was the place to be for a long time. And then, it was weird, the Fertitas sold the UFC for, what, $4 billion, yep. Whatever it was. Plus. They put all this money into the Palms. And it's like, they go, no moss. That's it. And they just, they sold it. And it was, wasn't open. How long was it closed? Well, since, uh, since right the pandemic. The, that was it, yeah. April of 2020, Incredible. I think it's been yeah. closed. They since, reopened yeah. last night. You they reopened. There? The San Manuel uh, Band of Indians in California. They, they Some other name they go by was Z or something. But it's San Manuel who run a, a tremendously successful casino in Southern California. Bought it and they reopened. It was more of a, a I called it a re-welcoming because not much has changed. The shark is gone from the bar. Oh, they took the, the shark they, out? They took the shark out. But oh. the, rest, the, I mean, the restaurants are the same and... And, you know, a new club, a new players club, loyalty for them. Scotch 80 still there. Our, our, our people are running, uh, running Berries is the, was the brain trust behind yeah, that. That's right. But, but, yeah. yeah, they're here at Berries. But Scotch 80 was still there. So it was nice. Went last night. They had uh, VIP 5 to 9, and then the casino opened at 9. I got there around 6.30. 
each restaurant from 7 to 8.30 uh, was serving like three or four small dishes of stuff they feature so you could go in and try their food and ha- have a drink, this or that. The William Hill Sportsbook had a grand opening at 7.30. They're running the book at the at the Palms oh. there. And, uh, yeah, the, the, the guy that does the Knights PR that's up there on top of the castle, he was there doing the the announcing, the emceeing, the, the, the drum line was there from then. Of course, the Knights don't need him for anything anymore. <laughs> 17 straight. Can you believe it? Uh, it's impo- it's got to be a record, it isn't it? Pass, it's how, but how could it be? It's like flipping a coin. You get heads 17 times. Right. It's impossible. Right? It's impossible. Yep. It's impossible. How and, many celebrities would you see when you worked the poker room at the Palms for a couple of years? Oh, there were years? a lot. There were a lot of celebrities. That was they the were place. there all the time. They were there all the time. I uh, You hit a good point. I think that MTV Real World was a huge oh, boon for was them, wasn't it? Monster. Then it was, it was the biggest thing in the whole city yeah. beyond that. Yeah, we had a lot of a lot of actors, actresses, musicians, and that. Even if they didn't play poker, or whatever, they'd come in and sit down and and try it out. Yeah. Fun to deal with, level-headed. They were uh, yeah. cogent. <laughs> <laughs> Mitch has a great story about that too. Uh, that was so good. You think it's reality TV, huh? Okay, yeah, yeah. very good. Uh, although one thing, the Palms is known, it has been known for its buffet and getting locals, and the buffets locals come in all the time and eat the buffet. The root, have you seen the prices? The breakfast buffet is $25.99. The seafood buffet on Wednesdays is $65. Dinner's $37. Friday nights, it's $43. So the locals are going to be uh, in for a rude awakening when they see the prices mm. for the buffet. I and, never, you know, I worked there. I thought their buffet was always overrated. Did you? To tell you the truth. Oh, Fish interesting. was dry. Okay, I wouldn't no. rank it up yeah, there tough. at all. Hard grader, huh? Wynn, Bellagio, Rio. Oh, yeah. Those are the top sure. ones. Well, they're going to charge those yeah. prices. Well, I mean. Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. That's right. fair. The, yeah. One, the one at the uh, the Caesars is always very good. Oh, Bacchanal. Oh, yeah. But right, now I think Bacchanal is like $90 at night. Yes. I mean, believe yeah, that's right. Not inflation. Yeah. <laughs> sure. Yeah, right, exactly. Sure. Yeah. Uh, wh- wh- where do you have your eyes in terms of potential first-round matchups that you're going to like based on the number and you want to bet in the NHL? Well... The compelling story of the NHL playoffs is, will it change as it always does to, to be more defensive? Is Florida going to continue to score five, six, and seven goals a game, Toronto? I mean, that, I think that's the major storyline here, right? Look, Pittsburgh might just play themselves into having to go to Florida in the first round here. How about this now? Yeah. Right? And, and, I mean, the Washington, Capitals go right by them. Well, they needed that game against the yeah. Islanders, and they no-showed. They play again tonight. That yeah. was strange. I'm a little concerned that Carolina seems to be dominating the Rangers here as of late, and including going into going in there and winning which twice. Potential second round matchup to where they would have to be yeah. against Carolina. Of the four one seeds, Calgary, Colorado, Florida, and Carolina, who's the most likely to get bounced early in your mind? I was thinking about that question the last few days. Like second round yes. or po- possible first round? Nah, I don't know. Maybe first round, but who who goes out? Uh, I, I, I'd say Florida with the goaltending. I think so, Would too. Would you say Florida? Uh, I think so, too. I think that at the end of the day, when Florida, whatever happens, if Florida wins it, Florida goes out in the first round. But whenever Florida goes out, Spencer Knight will be in goal, not Bobrovsky. I, I believe that. I believe they will go quickly to Spencer Knight. Bobrovsky is either really, really mm-hmm. good or he's Horrific! Oh, he's had horrific. Some, he's had some dumpster fire performances. Absolutely. I mean, yeah. he beats Tampa Bay three, four years ago, whatever, as a four dollar yeah. dog, and since then he has not had a good playoff. Mm-hmm. What's the series price if it's is it going to be Colorado Dallas? I mean, yeah. What? They well, Dallas is a point ahead. 
but but Nashville has two games left. Yeah. But Dallas gets to play Anaheim, which you would think would be a layup. But they give away a point last night, up yeah. three to nothing. In the how's that period. possible? Yeah, I know. What was how's that? that how's that possible? Had to be forty to one, maybe. Oh, it's ridiculous. Maybe, maybe more. Uh, yeah. Are you going to be surprised if either Minnesota or St. Louis is playing for a chance to go to the Stanley Cup final? No, not at all. And that's a, probably the best first round series. There's really nothing between those two teams. I don't think it really matters who has home ice. But we've seen this. I mean, the story of our lives in recent years is Colorado in the second round. I mean, mm-hmm. they're right. They can never get through the second round. They keep changing the goaltender. Is Kemper the answer? I don't know. He couldn't put Coyotes on his back. And, I, and they say, well, Coyotes weren't a great team. But we've seen other goalies like Jaguar. When they can put teams on their back in the Stanley Cup, right. he could never do that. So we'll see. We'll see what happens. You know, Benny, think tonight? It's a funky night. It's tough to see motivation. I uh-huh. like to look at these teams that have zero to play for and bet the first period unders just because, look, they're not taking any penalties. Nobody wants to get hurt here in the last sure. few games of the season. Sure, yeah. So the game, look at this game, the Rangers in Winnipeg the other night. I mean, they went through two periods. There was one penalty in two periods. I mean, mm-hmm. it's just a dream to bet those games under. You know who's been playing a little better lately, too? The Flyers. Don't don't sleep on the Flyers here. The the, the Flyers are giving a, a good effort. Ottawa always gives a good effort. Mm-hmm. They have since they've been eliminated two months ago. They give you an honest effort uh, every time out. Yeah, we were getting feedback today suggesting tonight looking at some dogs would be a good idea, including the, the Senators in a spot. And a person brought up the Devils as well. Hurricanes clinched. Do you yep. ever go in on that angle? Not blindly going on that angle, but is that part of it sometimes? It's part of it. I, I still look at who the goaltender is because yeah, they're, yeah. they're playing some kids that have never played before right now, and, and I actually like that because here's their chance to make a name for themselves at the end of the season. They're very highly motivated, and, and their teams are too to give a good showing for them. Yep. Follow the money here on VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network. Mike Palm, our guest, Thursdays with the Maestro. Also, he hosts Odds On weekdays at 2 Eastern, 11 Pacific right here on VEASAN. You love to bet the first five unders. Are you still doing that uh, with these totals now so low across the board? Like I'll give you an example. Pablo, I, I point this out all the time, like every time he starts, Pablo Lopez is the first five under machine. It's like three and a half now. But yesterday, two nothing was the score after five. It's, it's okay. Josh Towers turned me on to him last year. He says Lopez might be as good as Alcantara. He doesn't get all the publicity, but he's got great stuff. Marlins are a good under team, right? Yep. How about Scooble today as a dog? I know they've, they've been playing poorly this week, the Tigers, but he was terrific against Colorado in the game where Cabrera got the 3,000th hit. I thought that was a little mispriced. I'll probably play, if I can see the four here, Keller, uh, Big Bad Brad Keller and Kopesh under in, at, uh, in Chicago today, under first five. How about the balls? Is there something to oh, this? Oh, yeah. Look at well, the under. 60%. Bassett, Bassett came out and yeah. said the, the balls are terrible. He made a whole speech because this series with the Cardinals yeah. and the Mets, all the hit batter right. and then Ali Marmol, all this nonsense about throwing into Arenado. I think the Mets have been hit 18 times so far. Mets batters. Yeah. yeah. Bassett yeah. says the balls are terrible and everybody knows it. They're not consistent. They're good for an inning or two, and by the third inning, you can't control them. He says, and from start to start, every ball is different. Major League Baseball has a huge problem. Also, people are pointing out that they're changing the ball by the inning, and you never know what you're going to get. <laughs> Why do they change it now? I don't. Uh, I don't know. The guy hits a one hopper to third, change the ball. Fly ball to right, change the ball. Why do they have to change the ball every time? Like they incorporated the DH, so they're expecting runs, but then they they want to dial it back, and they want they don't want as many home runs. They want it to go back to old school baseball, where it's playing small ball and singles and doubles are going to matter. Yeah. They don't know what they want. No, no but that's no. if they can't control the ball. But I always said the same thing. Why don't you let the pitcher use something sticky? Don't you want them to control the ball? Yeah. Don't you want yeah. them to throw strikes, not hit people in the head? I mean, yeah. Thibodeau goes second. 
I don't think so. Oh, what? Well, no. Doesn't Detroit have to take Hutchinson? Why? No. Because he's from, don't say No. Because no. he's from there? Why are no. you saying? Come on. No, we're not buying it. Well, they like, They got to sell a ticket. And don't they <laughs> yeah. have to sell yeah. a ticket? A ticket? Yeah. No Here's Hutchinson. Can. You think Hutchinson falls way down, huh? Yes. Really? I, the Jets would have a tough call at four. I'm not sure the Jets would take him at four. I think it's going to be Thibodeau. Paul is not. Paul is now a bona fide um, part-time do, mock drafter. You do yeah. believe it's Thibodeau? <laughs> I do. You might. You might you be, follow the money. Did you Mike. bet it? Did you bet it heavy? It. What heavy. prices did you get? Got heavy. No, not heavy. Maybe no. you want to party at Legacy <laughs> tonight and <laughs> no. celebrate your winning ticket. Oh, how much money are those girls going to make? <laughs> Thanks, pal. When these guys Thanks, lock pal. it up, good to see you. Great, Mike, Michael. Michael Lombardi in the studio coming up. Next. The Sports Betting Network. Welcome back. VSIN Spring Specials here. Only $59. You get everything VSIN has to offer from now to the end of July. The next few months are going to be filled with great betting content. And we'll have it right here at VSIN.com. And subscribers, you'll have access to all of it. Adam Burke's daily MLB best bets. Von Tobel on the NBA playoffs. McNeil on uh, the Stanley Cup playoffs. If you want the full VSIN experience, the daily best bet emails. Every edition of Point Spread Weekly, the live video stream so you can see the dog videos. Whenever you want it, the cost is $59 to be a subscriber through July 31st. Sign up now, vison.com slash spring. Okay, so this is going to be great. Hey. Uh, yeah, we are honored to be joined in studio oh. now by the great Michael Lombardi. He spent a long time, obviously, in NFL front offices. Uh, he also hosts the Lombardi line weekdays at uh, noon Eastern right here on Vison, and also on the weekends at 10 a.m. Eastern. And also the podcast is called The GM Shuffle. It's Michael Lombardi. Hello, sir. It's good to be here, guys. Good to see you again. Hello, it's always sir. good to be here on the morning show. How, you, uh, how are we doing? Doing well. Doing well. You have a long day ahead of you because you're also going to be on the draft coverage yeah. tonight. But it'll be a fun day. You know, this is a, a little move so slow, though. You know, they're going to take all 12 minutes. Thank of course. God they, <laughs> thank God they cut it down to 12 minutes. I mean, my Lord. You know, that 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 there was a time where it was 15 minutes, you know. And so that seemed like it, take, it took those extra three took eternity. But you know, at this point, you would hope that Jacksonville will turn the card. I mean, last year, last year, it took eight minutes for they them did. to turn the card in. Ridiculous. But I think the TV, I think they won all that. They won yeah. all the fanfare. And, of course, we've got to run the commercials because they're paying for it. But. I asked you earlier. It's been quiet. I mean, you're not it's hearing really, it. Isn't this something? It really – well, I think this is a draft where everybody has different – like, you, if anybody says today that they're shocked by a guy getting picked somewhere, they're they're crazy. Because this is a draft where no one can reach a consensus on. We can't reach a consensus on who's the first pick overall, right? I mean that that this is rare. Like normally in a draft, you know, you get Troy Aikman, Tony Mandridge, Barry Sanders, Deion Sanders. You know, you get a, a Derek Thomas. Boom, they come off the board. You know exactly. What, I mean, they come right off the board. This is a draft where everybody's evaluations are going to be different. It's really a second round draft that you have to look at the horizontal board, which is mm. can't get cut out up into the positions, and you've got to take it from there. Okay. Based on the betting number right now, Trevon Walker is minus 450 to go number one. Yeah. Are you pretty locked into that at this you know, point, though? It, it had, it had, it's either been him, Iquanu, the kid from North Carolina, Neil, and and Hutchinson's been in the conversation, but no one Balky. You know, Balky picked 80, uh, Alden Smith, his first pick in San Francisco with Jim Harbaugh. You know, he picked Armstead. He picked Buckner. Tall, lean, linear players. Now, this kid's got nine and a half sacks. And only in 29, his production, the analytical community doesn't see the production that maybe he, he's had on tape. But I do think that'll be the pick because I think that's what Balky has wanted. And no one can really argue that he's not as good as anybody of the player. This is what the, this draft is about. Hutchinson, 
if you watch Hutchinson play against Georgia, you're worried, right? Uh, yes. So if you go to Georgia yes. and watch Walker rush against the same player that Hutchinson rushed against in practice, right? So you're going to put that tape on. You could see Walker against the guy that Hutchinson couldn't beat, and then you can make your mind up. Okay, interesting. Now what, now what happens at two? Well, I mean, what? everybody thinks that they say it's I, – I think that let's dismiss one notion. Just because Hutchinson grew up 20 miles from Detroit yeah. doesn't mean they should pick him. Bingo. Right? Bingo. I mean, there like, you pick go. the best player. There you go. Like, nobody's Beautiful. buying a ticket because Hutchinson's yes. coming to the Lions. Like, this is – this is 1950 thinking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. right, right, yes. right. Where we're trying to generate interest to the game, yeah. you know, that's ridiculous. Anybody says, "Well, they get a hometown hero." No, no. Look, look. There's so many stories about non-hometown heroes. It's ridiculous. But the reality here is, is if they like Thibodeau, they take Thibodeau, and then and then that would leave Hutchinson for whether you know where Hutchinson going to go. Does he go know. to Houston? Yeah. You know, and then it's all a, a crapshoot. I, I, it's really hard to say. They have Stingley going. Some people have Stingley going to Houston, which doesn't make sense to me because Nick would trade down if he could, but I don't think he's going to be able to in this draft. And then the corner position with Lovey is not a valued position. It's a second-round position. They get guys like Charles Tillman in the second round where they get good zone corners that can tackle and play man-to-man. You know what's funny about mm-hmm. that is that we had John McClain on the show Who's covered the great the, John McClain. Right? There's no one better. He's amazing. And he's covered the NFL. The AFL. Right. For, I mean, it's been like 45 years now. Yep. He came on this week. Now, this was not what he was hearing. This was more based on like his opinion. But he basically he was throwing around words like and phrases like, no way they take Stingley. And like, no chance. Like, it's going to be somebody else. But that's based on his opinion, I think. Like, you can't take that guy third overall. Well, you can't because here, here's the thing. Nick has Judgment Day coming, Cesario, the general manager of the Texans. And why does he have Judgment Day coming? Because when he made that trade for Watson, although that he got panned for making a great trade, but it's an incomplete grade because now those picks become players, right? Those picks become players. And those players now are going to be formulated in the draft. For example, Eric Dickerson went to Indianapolis for a boatload of picks, right? They got Bill Hawkins, Cleveland Gary, Daryl Henley. None of these guys came out and said, oh, my. That, it ended up being five players, but really not a great player. Not a great, you know, they, they gave up five players that turned out to not be great for Eric Dickerson. This is what Nick has to work mm-hmm. against. So I think he's got to hit, you know, I think he's got to take the two iron out and hit it right down the middle of the fairway and get good big players, get good guys that can fit in the offensive-defensive line. Because when you're, when you're as bad as they are, you need every position, but start inside out. He, he said he's 50-50 on keeping 13. Do you believe him? He might trade that. Yo, I think he definitely will trade it. Okay. I think if he can get – but here's the problem. If you know something's worth 50 cents and you can get 50 cents at 19, why are you paying 75 cents to go to 13? You're paying more to get a player that you could get at 50. Now, he might be a different position, mm-hmm. but he's gonna. it's going to require somebody to really fall in love. And I don't want to hear this crap today about, oh, this guy slipped. We never thought he would be there. Like, there's nobody in this draft room that could actually think that a guy's not going to be there. Like, nobody has an order. There's no mock that's perfect. So you have to just look at your board and make a decision. Okay. See, it's I, a weird draft. I, yeah. I totally yeah. agree. The yeah. one thing that would surprise both of us, Paulie and me, would be is if, like, Pickett goes – Ten? Ten. Oh, that would shock me. Uh, that would be the one major Let's surprise. Let's put this tonight. in perspective. Lamar Jackson goes thirty second. They make him sit in that green room. He wins a Heisman. He dominates at the ACC, Louisville. Right. He does all those things he has to do, and he's thirty second overall. Are any of these quarterbacks in this draft even remotely close to Lamar Jackson? No. I mean, think about Deshaun Watson went twelve. Think about this yeah. now. I mean, we're talking about. 
five of these guys who you can't say in a year from now or two years from now that they could even be starters. And Malik Willis is the Fran Fraschello line. He's a year away from being a year away. Yeah. Yeah, I think that pretty much nails it. First offensive yep. lineman off the board yep. is going to be who? You know, it could be Aquanu. I think it, it. You know, the Jets at four. I think he's in there, play are they, there. They really? I think he's strongly in play there. You know, and so it could be Houston too. Look, Houston needs. Look, Houston needs everything. I think. I think Charles Cross and Aquanu are ahead of Neil. I think on a lot of people's board, those okay. two guys are ahead. Right. Now, now people think Aquanu can go play guard. So you've got an. So he's got positional flexibility. He could play left tackle and all the uh, every position but center. And so I think he's got some real value. The, uh, well, that's, the Jets are the hardest the Jets, thing to figure yes. out to me. Yeah. It's they, all over the place who so people will cover them what they're going to do. And, uh, well, they, but they need offensive linemen. They yeah. need defensive linemen. I mean, if you go back to what they do, the four, Salai went to a Super Bowl with the, with the 49ers because he had a dominant defensive line. If they get a chance to take a d- dominant rusher, I know that Lawson was out last year, but the strength of their team is the defensive line. They should pick another defensive line. I mean, that's what they did in San Francisco. That's how they got good in San Francisco. They kept picking defensive linemen in the top five, okay. top ten. So I think that would be in play. What about ten? Is it wide receiver? Do they try to trade? You know, they just drafted. I mean, they've got you know they got Corey Davis on. They tried to get a legitimate receiver that they could pay for. I mean, if Garrett Wilson were there, I think they probably would look at that. I mean, but they could take anything they want. They could take a, a, a an offensive lineman. They could take a defense. They could take a lineman. I mean, they take anybody. I mean, they could take Jordan Davis. Anybody. They could take any of those guys. You love him. I love. I look. How many people on planet Earth are six feet six, 345 pounds that run 45? <laughs> Think like about that. Man. Like, like, huh? like, seriously, how many people that do that? And then don't tell me, like, Chester McLaughlin was a great player, right, at Clemson when he wanted to be a great player. And Chester walked off the field at the, one of the Citrus Bowl, one of those bowl games in Orlando when he was playing for Clemson. He just walked off the field and said, I'm done with this. And he walked off. And he still went in the first round. And this kid doesn't have any of those. He plays hard. He's got great quickness. He's got power. He can push the pocket back, which are all the elements you need to be a good, a good effective defense. Like people, people saying he's only going to be a rundown player. Are you watching football? Like push the pocket back. It's the only way you affect the quarterback. Yeah. And also, like people brought up the Ravens at fourteen, Haloti Nada would make some sense to like kind of like replace him. Like they had him for so many right. years and he was so good. I think of uh, Vita Vea for the Buccaneers. I think about Vita Vea is one of the best pass rushers they have. Now, he doesn't get sacks. But he's so dominant right. inside that you're worried about him. And when he's not in their lineup, it's a problem. Look, Sue went the first pick overall in the draft. Like, and, and this kid's better than Sue. Like, I don't. It's to me, what happens in the draft oftentimes is guys get labeled unfairly. They get labeled, and then that label makes them, you know, makes them have to slide down the draft. That's why Joe Montana is a third round pick. Yeah. I mean, right. think about it. That's why he's a third-round pick. I think Seattle might be in play for Davis at number nine. I, I think mm-hmm. they could be in play for him. He's, I mean, I think the reason we don't hear his name is because a lot of teams are in play for him. That yeah, always that worries me yeah. is when you don't hear a guy that's a good player, you don't hear his name going. You hear all these other things because I'm not the only one who sees what I see on the tape. Okay. Up next, we'll continue with Michael Lombardi. We have to run uh, the juice on what happened to the quarterbacks taken in the first round by him. He's also a 76ers fan. Uh, (laughs) So it's the definition of squeaky bum time right now. And also his thoughts on Ben Simmons moving forward. All coming up here and Follow the Money. It's Visa and the Sports Betting Network.
Oh, hi, I'm Rachel Zoe, and I'm back for another season of my podcast, Climbing in Heels. You might know me from the Rachel Zoe Project or perhaps from my work as a celebrity stylist. And guess what? I'm still just as fully obsessed with all things fashion, beauty, and business. My podcast, Climbing in Heels, is all about celebrating the stories of extraordinary women, and this season, we're taking things up a notch. I'll be talking to some incredible women across so many industries, from models and beauty industry stars to doctors, entrepreneurs, and TV personalities. Climbing in Heels is here to bring you a weekly dose of glamour, inspiration, and fun. Every week, listeners will be able to ask me any questions. I'm answering it all. My life is absolutely crazy with so much going on, and I'm so beyond excited to bring you along for the ride. Whether we're talking red carpet looks, current trends, or products I'm obsessed with, I'm here to be your fashion fairy godmother. Listen to Climbing in Heels every Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. So I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to, to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi there, I'm Bob Pittman, Chairman and CEO of iHeartMedia. Welcome to Math & Magic, Stories from the Frontiers of Marketing. This week, I'm talking to the one and only Ryan Seacrest. Love the connection to people. I think at the core, what I get excited about, what gets me up in the morning, is connecting with people in an unscripted, unvarnished way. Is getting to to say something to them, hear back from them, know that I'm part of the routine. And I look forward to getting on the air. I look forward to it. In these exciting times, we're looking to the math, the strategy and analytics, and the magic, the creative spark more than ever. Listen to Math & Magic on our very own iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. Follow the money on VSEN, the sports betting network. 
Bet Rivers, your home for golf betting, and they're offering a special profit boost on this weekend's Mexico Open. This Sunday, Bet Rivers is giving all members who log in a free 20% profit boost for any golf bet for the final round. Make a bet today on the golfer you think has a shot to win, and come back to Bet Rivers on Sunday to score your golf profit boost. Go to the Bet Rivers app or visit betrivers.com to make your golf bets. All right, we close up shop with one more segment with the great Michael Lombardi. By the way, catch his show every day, Monday through Friday at uh, 9 Pacific, noon Eastern. Call the Lombardi line right here on Beeson. Plus, he's going to be on our special draft coverage tonight, which begins at 7 Eastern, 4 o'clock Pacific. Yeah, me and Femi and I are going to be doing here, and I think uh, Gil Alexander will be down at the uh, South Point. At South Point, so mm-hmm. a combination of the two. Yes, sir. Okay, very cool. Um the juice on the quarterback prop yeah. at DraftKings, it's now two and a half. That's the number. Right. But it's now minus 115 each way. The over was juiced to the moon as recently as yesterday. Well, because I think common sense has prevailed. You know, there's a narrative that always creates the, the market. And I think that there's been this narrative that five could go. There's not five guys to go in the first round. You have to have a first, you have to have a description next to your name that equals the value. And if you're a first round pick, You've got to be able to say in one year this player will be a will be a starter on our team. He'll be able to lead us into a playoff game, and he'll be able to play for the next five six years. Are any of these guys? Can you fit that description to them? You you can't can't do it. So you're in this whole rhetoric. Well, we're you know we got to take a chance on a guy. Why would you take a chance on something you know isn't very good? Like this isn't a case where like people say, well, you know they Montana third round Brady. Yeah, okay, I'm all for that. Brady's a thir- sixth rounder, Montana's a third rounder, you know, but perhaps, you know, that the value was a, was great. This you're you're talking about a first round first pick. First round now. pick here. But to no. me, I I don't see it. I mean, I think there'll be there's only been one draft in this deck in this century that there's been one quarterback pick. That was 13 with EJ Manuel. Every but every other draft there's been two or more. And look at mm-hmm. it. Look at the draft that Lamar came out. Yeah, Josh Rosen was the can't miss player, right? Mm-hmm. You know, oh, Darnold. God. Yeah, Josh Rosen. Yeah. All those guys are better in college than any of these players are. I think that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. So yeah. I don't understand how you could do that. It's like going back to the corner position. Unless you could, Deion Sanders went fifth. Rob Woodson went ninth. Unless you could tell me this guy's a complete shutdown corner. That like Aquanu, the the Lions, he doesn't shut anybody down. He's the second pick overall in the draft. Like you can't take that guy unless he is an unless he's Deion Sanders. Unless he's Deion Sanders. What do you think the Giants do? I think the Giants go. I think the Giants play it deadly safe. I think they take nobody. I think they'll take offensive and a defensive lineman. They could take Gardner, so this way they could get right. rid of Bradbury. Okay. They, they can dump Bradbury. I think they'll take. I think in the in the fifth pick they could take Charles Cross. In the seventh pick they could take Gardner, or they could take Gardner, Gardner if they because they have to take Cross before the Panthers because they got to know the Panthers are going to take an offensive lineman if one's there. So they've got to be able to play a little bit of of pool. They got to set up the first shot to get the second shot. Mm, okay. So you know if they take Gardner at at five, and leave and leave the the best offensive tackle available, the Panthers will eat them up. So if, but if they took the best offensive tackle, the the Panthers aren't going to take Gardner, right? They're not going to take him. They took they took the kid Horn, J.C. Horn from South Carolina. Very good. They redid Dante Jackson's contract. They're not taking a corner at six. Now they could be open to a trade. But I doubt that would happen. So, you know, I think that's what they do. Take the offensive lineman and then take the corner. How about Atlanta at eight? It's a wild card. I mean, they could take anything. They need to – like, how how can Atlanta watch Jordan Davis on tape? Okay, so we, we're making all these comparisons to Haloti Nata, right? Mm-hmm. Well, the guy that coached Haloti Nata is now the Atlanta Falcons defensive coordinator, right? So, he, Dean Peace, 
He's watched this guy. He has nobody on his team that looks like this guy. They cannot rush the quarterback. No. They can't rush the quarterback, nor they have – Grady Jarrett's their best defensive line. They have no presence inside. Like, they can't stop a power run game. Mm-hmm. Like, to me – and he's seen Nada. Like, that's why I think I'm suspicious about it. That's why I think the kid's going to – because there's nobody like that in the draft. And, you know, you keep slipping. You put receiver in and all that. That's great. Like, they have Atlanta taking – didn't they take a receiver last year? I mean, they took Pitts people while he's a tight end. He never plays tight end. He doesn't block anybody. That's my, what I've been saying, too. They're going to go back-to-back top eight picks with a wide receiver? With yeah. no talent in either offensive – now, they've got a bunch of first- and second-round picks in their offensive line, but none of them play good. I mean, they just ask Matt Ryan. Call him up and see how that works. When you were doing this, a GM in the front office, how often would the owner win the tug-of-war? I mean, how many owners can stand on the table today and say, I want this guy, we got to take him, and they will do it? Well, I think what the owners do is ask good questions. I mean, like Steve Bashotti wanted, you know, like he kept saying, why don't we just take Lamar Jackson and get a fifth-round pick, and they moved up to do it. I think that's always a good thing. But I think ultimately now that the way this the Watson contract has shifted the dynamics of the mm-hmm. league a little bit because of these guys, because uh-huh. people are going to want these full guarantees. So, look, the owners are going to be involved, and the owners are going to want to answer a problem. But everybody says, for example, David Tepper at the, at the Carolina Panthers. David Tepper, he might not be able to buy Twitter, but he's got a lot of money. And he didn't get that money. <laughs> he didn't get that money from not being smart and not understanding value, right? Tepper knows value better than anybody in the world. He's made a lot of money on value. And if you tell him we're going to pick a quarterback at six that isn't we're not sure of, that, that's not how he's built his business. He's never taken risk at, a, a, at that level. So to me, that's where they bring a unique intangible into the draft room is explain to me why you want to do this. Explain what this is going on. And when you explain it, if you can't really do it, like, for example, I'm writing up the top 100 players in the NFL at the end of my book. And I have an order. And as I write them, I think my order is going to change. Because when the, ver- the verbiage you use to describe the player one player I wrote up the other day is like, I think I think I have them too high. You have to move them around. When you discuss what you're doing to somebody, you end up either proving it right or proving it wrong. Okay. Makes a lot of sense. Yep. How about some trades today? Could Bake, your buddy Baker. I don't see how they – well, first of all, they some get, wide receivers. Oh, I, that's going to be a hard thing to do because, remember, wide receivers, you're not taking on – you're not taking Debo until you get a new contract. You're not taking on – A.J. Brown until you get new. you, yeah. you got to get contracts with these guys before you make the trade. They want two number ones for Debo. Who's paying two number ones oh, uh, for that's, that's way too high. Of oh, right. price. Well, they wanted, they, wanted, they wanted two twos for Jimmy. They couldn't get it. Yep. I, mean, I mean, Baker, they wanted, they wanted a two for Baker when this whole thing started. They haven't gotten that. i got to feel a little sit. Now, maybe at the end of the draft, maybe tomorrow or the next day, something. I don't know who's – Baker's contract's guaranteed. It's $18 million. The Browns are going to have to pay right, most right. of it. Okay. I have breaking news. I think the Sixers could lose. That's that's really breaking news. Yeah. <laughs> How you doing? I've been predicting this. this. Oh. I said this. I said this on my show the, on Monday. I said if they lose Monday night, it's over. But you don't understand Philadelphia. The pressure is so great. A Doc's press conference. You could feel the pressure. Oh my like, God! It was, what a bizarre press conference. Oh. Trying to justify yeah. how he's lost three one series. <laughs> I mean, seriously. Yeah. Like, Doc, let your work speak for itself. You don't have to defend huh. yourself. You know, he thinks he's getting railroaded into this. Uh, I, look, well, I think what's happened is Van Fleet getting hurt has helped Toronto. It's put them a bigger guy on Maxi. They've kind of slowed it down. And look, they're just not good enough. My question to you back is what are they going to do with Harden? How are they going to pay Harden? 
Who's paying Harden two hundred million dollars for will, the next? I quarter? will bet a dinner at Barry's that he gets uh, two hundred million. I, I, there's from the Philadelphia 76ers. If he gets two hundred millions, I mean, first of all, there could be a documentary on the stupidity <laughs> of the 76ers, starting with, starting with. First of all, two of the best coaches in the in the conferences were assistants on, in Philly: Monty Williams and, and the guy up at Boston. I can never say Adoka. his name. Adoka. Yeah. They, they were assistants, yeah. right? They were on the staff. Let them go. If you start and you go back to the Zaire Smith trade where they traded Miles Bridges for Zaire Smith. Oh, yes. And you go back and you go to Fultz. You go to all those moves they made. You have to wonder how Josh Harris can sit there and watch his organization mess something up as bad as he's done. Well, at least they don't have Simmons anymore. Well, yeah. I mean, look at that. Look at that. I mean, here's a guy never worked on his – well, you know, Thibault's just as bad as Simmons – Thibault's never practiced a jump shot in his life. He, he you know, people say Thibault's a great player when, on defense, but he doesn't shoot. He can't shoot. A, he can't even make a free throw. Who would you rather have, Simmons, Kyrie, or Harden moving forward? Oh, mama. Cap space. <laughs> Punt on oh, all three oh. of them? <laughs> D, cap space. That's another one. Kyrie's going to get 250. I, mean, I, I can't imagine guy. that. Oh, I just, yeah. I cannot. Oh, Im- sure. Durant will say give it to him. He'll get five for 250. Oh, somebody's got to say no. I mean, yeah. look, this. I think the league's at a crossroads. I don't see how you can play, have two different leagues. How you can play from, uh, how you can go from, uh, you know, the regular season to the postseason. There's my man Drake up what there. What is Does- this? Where'd you take this shot? All right, so that <laughs> is that is at at Super Bowl in Indianapolis between the the Giants and the and the Patriots. The woman on the right is Bill Belichick's best friend from college, a guy named Vinny. He's huh? a financial investor. That's his daughter. Known her since she was a baby. And and then Drake just showed up. Literally, we're up at the top stairs of the steakhouse, and we're all at this long, long table. And Stephen Belichick and Brian Belichick are sitting across from me. Bill's to my right, and I see Brian Belichick say to Stephen, "That's Drake." And Millie's to my left, and and like I have no idea who it is, right? <laughs> and so and so I get up, and then she gets up, and then we go over, and he and all he loves Belichick. He wants really? to meet Belichick. Yeah, sure. He wants to meet Belichick. So he showed up there, and then we introduced him. <laughs> the rest That's is great. history. There and the rest, of, there's the picture. Yeah. Amazing. What a photo. Yeah. Great Good to luck. see you. Great. Thanks so much. Thanks, Good guys. Luck Appreciate you. Yep. Yep. You're the best. His Thanks show, so Lombardi Line, comes up in two hours right here on VSIN, and then the draft coverage, 7 Eastern. He's on it again tonight, 4 Pacific. Good luck with your bets tonight. We'll talk to you tomorrow. See you. you thought there was a sports betting offseason, think again. Our VEASAN sports betting experts are working 24-7 to keep you informed on every sport on the schedule. The over pays the same for a baseball game or a football championship, and our team grinds year-round to help improve your betting night, to help improve your betting night, to help improve your betting night, to help improve... Hey, Drew Scott here, and I'm Jonathan Scott, reminding you that life's better with a home policy from American Family Insurance. They can help you get just the right protection at just the right price and help you save when you bundle home and auto. Kind of like Goldilocks and the Three Bears. It'll be just right for you. We love a custom build. American Family Insurance. Insure carefully. Dream fearlessly. Get a quote and find an agent at AmFam.com. Products not available in every state. Visit AmFam.com to learn how discounts may apply to you. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, S.I. and its operating company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin. It's brand new, season two. 
I'm Marissa Thalberg. And I'm Stephen Wolf Pereira. And we're excited to be back having bigger, bolder, and always real conversations. Straight from the C-suite front lines of marketing, media, and more. We have great friends joining from people you may know, like Wilmer Valderrama and Bobby Burke. And people you'll want to know. So grab a coffee or, hey, even an Aperol Spritz and come join us on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Listen to brand new on the iHeart Radio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Oh, hi, I'm Rachel Zoe, and my podcast, Climbing in Heels, is back and better than ever. You might know me from the Rachel Zoe Project, or perhaps from my work as a celebrity stylist. And guess what? I'm still just as obsessed with all things fashion, beauty, and business. Climbing in Heels is all about celebrating the stories of extraordinary women, and this season is here to bring you a weekly dose of glamour, inspiration, and fun. Listen to Climbing in Heels every Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.